We're all sold a dream, but we end up living a nightmare. And I lived it, and it almost killed me. But coming out of the other end, healthier and happier, and I'm doing what I love on my time. That's why I created the Anywhere Advisor. I wanted to use my experience to help you avoid the pitfalls and take the right steps so you can live the dream. I don't just help people make money. I help them develop the tools for complete freedom. You know, the days are numbered and we got to live each day like it's our last day. Free time, helping people and succeeding is what life's all about. The Anywhere Advisor is about building your business around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Hey everyone, welcome to the Anywhere Advisor podcast, and I'm here with Will Holdren, who's going to be my co-pilot on this journey. Welcome, Will. Thank you so much, Terrence. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Uh, we're going to be taking you through a transformation into creating for yourself as a financial advisor, a work from anywhere business that attracts clients like clockwork so that you can stop chasing them. Imagine that uh, the subject of my, of my book, the anywhere advisor and uh, often also touched upon in my newest book, atomic offers for financial advisors. We're going to be showing advisors tips and tricks and techniques and tools that I've used to build an online business now in just five short years, over a million followers on social media, thousands and thousands and thousands of appointments for financial advisors in my own team, all automated, all online, and something that I want to teach people to do so that they can have a healthier, more happy life. Um, so I'm going to connect the dots here in a second, and then Will and I will get into some dialogue about uh, this show if you don't know who I am. I have over 100 episodes uh, on my podcast that I did about my what I call superhero journey. But my journey started in 1991, knocking on doors, selling life insurance. I just gotten out of out of college, meaning I had to leave. I didn't have any money to pay anymore, and I didn't finish school. I had a, a pregnant wife with a baby on the way, no job, didn't know anything, didn't have anything, didn't know anybody. So the only job I could get in 1990 was uh, life insurance, door-to-door uh, -door sales. So the the process that they use to collect uh, uh, leads and ultimately make sales is very very arduous and not a lot of fun, frankly. A dying art should stay dead. But it was my way into this world, and I'm glad I did it. And what I what I what I did was I learned what I don't want to do to make a living. And then ultimately, over the next 25 years to the day, I learned algorithms to get clients. A lot of them, many of many of them, offline algorithms. And this show is not just about online marketing; it's about marketing in general. It's about positioning yourself to attract people, not chase them. Um, and then ultimately, I went from knocking on doors to direct mail to seminars to radio shows, TV. We did everything. And I built a large organization using those algorithms. Uh, so in 2016, I built a company that had 140 career advisors, 600 brokers, a billion dollars plus in assets under management and 60,000 clients, I believe. And from the outside looking in, I had it all, but uh, things that were, weren't, were brewing inside that you couldn't see. I had blown up financially to, you know, 
uh, eight figure business with a seven figure income. So that was great. But I also blew up physically. I was 350 pounds, morbidly obese, and I was guzzling down about 30 ounces of vodka a day uh, unknowingly. That's why I was so big. I was like, I wasn't like a, a bummer type of drunk. I was kind of like the, the, the combination of Tommy Boy met the Wolf of Wall Street. You know, it was a lot of fun, kind of grinding away, uh, meeting people, taking them to ball games and casinos and restaurants and, and built a big business. But one day in May, uh, Memorial Day weekend, 2016, I went to the hospital for what I thought were heart palpitations and ended up uh, getting some very bad news. I was in liver failure. In fact, I was in end stage liver failure, terminal liver failure. So I went to the hospital, a CEO with a seven figure income and a private driver and a full passport. And I left the hospital that day, um, put on the end of a liver transplant waiting list with a very high likelihood I was going to die because it's very difficult to get an organ, uh, a liver, specifically if you've got alcoholic uh, liver failure. And that's what I had. So uh, this journey isn't about like how I got the transplant. I was miraculously saved in the very last minutes of my life uh, by a prisoner who died in Alabama in prison. And the, the, the hospital called me and said this individual was, um, was a prisoner, but also an IV drug user. So it was a high-risk organ. It was literally a fluke that I got it, but it saved my life. In fact, many people passed on the organ. Um, but when I thought I wasn't going to be around anymore, I get this bonus life. I call, it, I, call it, I call it extra time. And I have an opportunity to reinvent myself and recreate myself. And I wrote a book called Superhero Self uh, about how to recreate recover and reinvent yourself, how to recreate yourself, which means make a new person, right? I didn't want to go back to the, the toxic world I was in. And what I want to say about this, because it's important so you can connect the dots where I'm coming from. I think I was sick because of the constant stress and grind of never knowing where my next client was coming from, even when it was an eight-figure business. I still had many single points of failure that could have blew up my life in any given moment. And that stress and toxicity trans transferred into uh, unhealthy behaviors to deal with it, coping mechanism that were unhealthy. So when I survived, unexpectedly, I reinvented myself. I wanted to build a, a great life and I wanted to be uh, location independent. I wanted to do what I saw so many other people doing online is traveling the world while still making a great living and helping people. And there's a way to do that. In fact, behind me, you see these dominoes and the dominoes are set up so you can start very small and progressively get better until you have a big, big outcome, which is, I call it the change the world domino. So the two inch domino can knock over um, another two inch domino. We've all seen that because the domino actually stores what's called action potential. All right. So the action potential of the domino, it has more force than its own size and it can do more uh, as it's propelled forward. It's actually physics 150% more. So a two inch domino can knock over a three inch domino and a three inch domino can knock over a four and a half inch domino. And it keeps going by 50% up each year. Until 18 progressions, a two-inch domino could knock over a two-story building. What do you think about that, Will? I love that. Not, it's all about taking yeah. that first step. It's a good lesson. It's, it's the first step. Um, once you get started, the Romans said in, in a TM dimidium facti, which means once you get started, you're halfway done. The action potential and momentum uh, to build something gradually is called gradualism. 
And so I went from zero as I stand here today or sit in the studio with Will. Um, I five years ago, I had no followers, no websites. I wrote no books. I did no TED Talks. I did very, very little online. Now I have over a million followers. I've built hundreds of, of automated sales funnels for financial advisors that are creating appointments for them, not just leads, appointments calendared on their, you know, on their system, fully automated, making their lives easier and better, making their income higher, their free time more. And I learned it all since, not, not 30 years ago, like I've been 30 years now. I learned it all since 2017 when I started reading books. So in this show, I'm going to talk to you about what I've learned, what I've collected, uh, who I've leveraged, and, and how you can use that to create a better world for yourself. Um, and that's what the Anywhere Advisor is about. It's, about. it's about location independence. It's about attracting uh, clients, not chasing them. It's about freedom. It's about uh, being in a better life. And here's my final thought on this, and then we'll start our show. It's a lifestyle that your business revolves around your, your life and, and people you love and the things you love to do, not the other way around. I was in a world where my business was the center of my life and my family and my, my lifestyle went around that, and I hate that, and I don't want that for you. And I can, I'm here to tell you that you can find a client, serve a client, have a mutually beneficial relationship where you're both benefiting. You can help them transform. They can help you make a living without ever meeting them. You can travel and meet new people and, and keep your calendar full. If you like to travel, you could be at soccer games or you could be wherever you want to be. That really doesn't matter. So that's the Anywhere Advisor podcast. And, and that's what we're going to teach you over the course of these weeks. So I can do one show and many, many people can hear it. So welcome. All right, everyone. I don't know about you, but that story always inspires me every time I hear it. I've heard it a couple of times now. It, it is just truly amazing what can happen just a short amount of time. You know, Terrence is just a pure, you know, amazing person. He, he's an example that it is possible. Uh, so my first question, well, we can just jump right into it, is why would anyone want to become an Anywhere Advisor? Well, if you ask anybody who's already in the business, they all want to do it. The problem is they don't know how they want, uh, you know, they want to have freedom. They want to be able to go where they want, when they want, they want to, but they want to still make money. I mean, a lot of financial advisors take a lot of time off now, but when they come home, their calendars are empty. Their checking accounts are dwindled because they haven't been prospecting. They're, they're, they're in a highly manual business. You know, they eat what they kill. Some people kill really big game. So it's adequate, but what if you could make as much money and have more free time? What if you could meet somebody, connect with them, serve them, be a great advisor to them and never actually have a face-to-face -face meeting? So the whole idea about the Anywhere Advisor is to make five shifts, right? And I, I have a presentation called the five shifts to a work from anywhere business that attracts clients like clockwork. And the first shift is in, in, in a shifting and thinking from, I'm not a generalist anymore. I'm a specialist. The internet has squashed generalist. Generalization is not acceptable. Like if I need a procedure done or I need work, I can get an expert on the internet. I don't have to settle for whoever I can run into from my club. You know, I, like the, the major shift is going from generalist to specialist. The next shift 
to being an anywhere advisor is from selling products to making offers. Like people don't want to buy things. They want to, they want a transformation, right? So people don't buy the drill to get the drill. Do they? No. Why do they buy the drill? To transform something, build something. Yeah. To put a hole in a piece of wood, you know, they want the hole, not the drill. So people want an offer, you know, which is the topic of my book, atomic offers. They want a transformation, right? People yeah. that want to be an anywhere advisor, they don't want a sales funnel or a, a social media account, or they don't want a video or a commercial. They want to have location independent. They want to have a full calendar, right? They want the, the they want the hole, not the drill. All right. The anywhere advisor is about having a way to transform from generalist to specialist from making uh, selling product to making offers. You know, I call it an atomic offer. Right. And then also taking that offer, putting it into words, videos and images that you can do uh, uh, not live, but in video or online. So it's a, the third transition is from from live dog and pony show to video if possible. The video just keeps playing and playing and playing. Finally, uh, online market has a unique thing and it's called uh, uh, authority bias. So you have to stage your digital lobby because people don't see you, right? They don't, they can't look into your office and see your plaques. They got to see you online. And most people have a really crappy digital lobby. So you got to transition from amateur to uh, authority, you know, to be a digital authority. And, and I can show you exactly how to do that. How, you know, you could become, you know, I wrote a couple books in the addiction space. This, this book, Superhero Self, was pretty, pretty connected to addiction. But I wrote this book about this and I used the algorithms about how to build credibility in your brand. And I was seen on 300, 400 media outlets. I did, I did, I was interviewed by Jack Campfield and a lot of experts but I became an authority in an industry I didn't even know existed two years earlier in like six months. Right. So it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's very possible. And I love what you're talking about. And I don't know about you, but I became an entrepreneur, not to just have another job, but like you said, to kind of automate my business, automate my life so I can take more time off, have more money coming in. I think that's what a lot of people struggle with today. And that's why, you know, the inward advisor. So it's so powerful of a concept because it's talking about that, how to automate your business how to bring in clients that you can just have what's already scheduled on your calendar and convert them into leads. Um, so why do you think most advisors struggle with that? And how can people learn to start automating their business to begin with, in your opinion? Most advisors don't have the time or expertise to make the transformation and they're stuck in the grind. And you know they, it's not as expensive. They think it's too expensive. Uh, a lot of advisors are uh, incestuous in their marketing. They're doing what every other marketing company does. You know, I call it marketing incest. I mean, that's where the insurance and financial companies get all their ideas. They go to the concert together or whatever you call it, a conference, and they have cigars and share these ideas and pretty soon everybody's doing the same thing. So um, the, the challenge is, is a shift in thinking. And it's also a shift in in your, uh, who you're learning from. So the final shift in my, in my five shifts is shifting from a DIY world where you do it yourself to getting mentored. You know, when you have a mentor and this podcast is the way I can mentor, you know, hundreds and thousands of people at the same time. 
through a good video, giving you everything I have, is you get access to um, the systems, the algorithms that work. You get access to uh, the, the roadmaps around uh, stumbling blocks and hurdles. You get access to ideas and, and uh, what I call heuristics. Heuristics are shortcuts. So like I have offers that, that work anywhere in the world. So you can, you can, you know, you need to create an offer to be able to be an anywhere advisor. You can't just say, I'm going to start selling my pot, my products online because that's the, you know, the, the door to getting into someone's life right now from, let's say you want to get in and you want to talk about, you know, how to make sure your family's taken care of. If you die, that's the estate planning funnel. Like that one's like this big, that door's this big, the door to get in to talk about their insurance is like that big. It's yeah. very, very hard. And that's where most advisors are trying to, to squeeze through that door. And there's, you know, tens of thousands of them. Whereas if you go over and make a new or offer an outcome based offer to an ideal niche client, the offer can be heard and more easily converted. So that the dominoes behind you here has to do with marketing too. So you need to create, you know, if the big domino is, you know, a, a high quality, very likely client is going to convert is on my calendar, ready to go. If that's the big domino, you got to line up your steps in the digital process to meet them. You know, it starts with an impression, you know, an impression, you hear this word about impression and I'll teach this today because it's important because an impression is when social media company sells you the, 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 the eyeballs. So it's, it collects eyeballs it collects information about people. And then it catalogs it and sells it back to advisors. So an impression is if I want a, a thousand people to see a, an image in some words called an ad, you know, uh, guaranteed lowest cost on term life insurance on the spot, no agent involved, click here to get your quote, right? Let's say I have that and it works. And let's say people predictably click on that. Uh, that's an impression, right? The click is what's called a conversion. So I liken this idea when I talk about impressions to, well, you're in college still, believe it or not, you're still in college, right? Yeah, I'm a junior, just got back last Saturday. Yeah. I love it. So if you're in a club all night and you're dancing and you get out at midnight and you've been dancing all night and you look across the parking lot, what do you normally see when you get out of a nightclub at the end of the night? What do you see? Who's doing business out there? Uh, man, probably other people that are stumbling out of the nightclub. <laughs> No, they're all, they're all right, right there with you, but you'll see a hot dog cart or you'll see a pizza okay, guy yeah, yeah. or yeah. someone selling, uh, uh, you know, Chinese food, like a food truck. That food oh, yeah. truck is yeah. predictable, is, is a predictable um, place for people to see food. So hungry people are leaving the bar and the smart business owner puts the food truck there. When the person leaves the bar, that's an impression. They see it, right? And when you, when you look at, you know, two hot dogs for a buck, and you walk over, that's the offer. When you buy the hot dogs, that's the conversion. That's the internet. It's just done online. Like Facebook knows that, you know, if you're a family and you're, you know, you got little kids with certain things you're going to want and certain vendors buy those impressions, they make them an offer through the ad, you know, for a free call or a free session or a coupon. And then they get in a sales situation. That sales situation is a conversion if they buy. So to be an anywhere advisor, you got to learn the method that if I have a, a traffic source coming and I know where it's coming, where do I put my hot dog cart 
And what do I put on the hot dog cart to make sure they come over? Yeah. And then when they get there, I got to sell them. I love your analogies. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, And so you touched on it twice already. It's just having a very clear niche instead of being in a general area. Like you said, you got to be in the right spot at the right time. And so for these financial advisors, why are they struggling so much on finding that niche? And how do you know that you have found your niche? Uh, The Japanese, I think, have this the best. In Okinawa, Japan, they live the longest um, in the world. There's five blue zones. Okinawa is one of them. Hmm. There's one in, there's, there's where people live the longest. There's centenarians in all five of those. Clumps of people, for some reason, they don't really know for sure, but they live a long time. And in Okinawa, they practice something called Ikigai. By the way, the other four blue zones are Nosora, Costa Rica, Limo, Linda, California, where the Adventists are, Zardinia, and Ikaria, Greece. All right, so those are the five. You want to, the book's called The Blue Zone. Why do they live so long? So in Japan, they credit their longevity to Ikigai. And Ikigai is what's called purpose for living. The Japanese believe that your purpose intersects four four circles, the Venn diagram where the circles touch, what you love to do, what you're also good at, what you can make a living doing, and then ultimately what the world needs. The Okinawans don't retire. They don't have a word for retirement because you would never leave something you love. Americans invented retirement. So if you're in a niche market, like when you pick your niche and you want to grow rich in your niche or you want to make sure I don't niche slap you, you know, what do you love to do? What type of clients do you love working with? What are you good at doing? What do you have skills at? Um, what could you make a decent living doing and get recognized for? And ultimately, what could you do to make sure that you're, that you're um, serving them and serving the world? And with the niche, you want likability, findability, profitability, and um, what was the last one? Enjoyable. You got you to like it. You got to enjoy it. You got to like them and you got to enjoy it. So. That's the idea. So in the niche, so you, you got to be careful with niching. Uh, left-handed dentists, for example, is bad niche. That might be fun to work with, but there's just not a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? So right, that, right. That's, uh, we'll be going over you know, the niching, niching part of the business. But you know, in, this, in, this, in our work together, we're going to be sharing with you different ideas and tips and tricks to create that uh, golden goose is laying the eggs for you and you'll own it. You'll own that traffic forever. I love that. And I really love that whole niche thing, how you related to that. Cause you got to enjoy it. And I think there's going to be a lot of financial advisors and watches like, Oh my gosh, like I'm in the wrong area. I need to switch over to something else. At the same time, like I'm scared to make that jump. Like how do I do that and still be yeah. successful in my business and how do I get over that fear? So what would you recommend for people that are kind of going through that transition right now in their brain, just from listening to that two minute segment? Well, I mean, Napoleon uh, only attacked countries he could defeat. That's how he became Napoleon. And, you know, when he started losing, he started attacking countries he couldn't defeat. So when you're in a niche, um, there's a there's a, a, a book called Blue Ocean where you're you want to be in the blue ocean. You don't want to be in the in the red ocean like Joe Rogan and all these, you know, self-help podcasts is the red ocean. Uh, how can we, Will and I, impact an audience um and be heard and be relevant and potentially number one like i can 
I could be the best in the world in this segment. I'm pretty sure. You know, Will and I could put on a great show, educate you for free. Like literally every single episode you can make money on. It's not like you, you're going to feel better. You're going to literally get an idea in every single episode that you can directly chase to your bottom line, whether that's yeah. improving your offer, building your, your credibility or getting an idea on automation. And we're going to talk about all those things over the course of our time together. But in niche, I would say pick something that you're, that you like to do. Um, you know, you have familiarity with it. You know, people might ask you for your advice and guidance on this particular thing you do. You know, some people are good with estate planning. Some people are good at businesses. Some people are good at sub segments of businesses. And, you know, there's a lot on niching. We have, uh, I'll tell you about niching in a second here. Like, like we have someone that has a program called the nurse navigator. So he niched in nurses and then built a program for nurses. We have another client now who's building a, a, a family program for firefighters. You know, I've seen people, um, you know, we have one, one guy was doing one for just teachers called the smart teacher. And then, so when you're, you're building programs for niching, like I have another, you know, I have a product for that. I, that I do in my done for you business called the easy estate plan, you know, how to set your estate up in under an hour from home with a real lawyer. Right. Wow. Cheaper, faster, better. So it's a, you know, it, it, you know, that's a, all those things when you brand that you brand a product to a niche is called a unique mechanism. But I'm going to do a whole segment on why is it important to have a unique mechanism to uh, attract clients into your life. And a unique mechanism is just a branded solution. So instead of me calling the anywhere advisor podcast marketing ideas, right? With, from two dudes, right? That's what I could call it if it wasn't branded. We called it the Anywhere Advisor podcast because it's a name, it's a logo, it's new, so it's novel, right? And it's very specific. The Anywhere Advisor podcast is for financial advisors that want to build location-independent business and want to attract clients online. They want to scale their business and grow yeah. it through automation and innovation. So that's exactly. uh, kind of the idea. Yep. And this is just the introduction episode as well. So I think we've covered quite a bit of what we're going to be talking about in future coming episodes. Um, so I think it's going to be a lot of value at, you know, going forward. Definitely. Um, next, the next show we're going to do is going to be on the offer. We're going to start really strong and hard on the offer because of all the things I see that I'm saying most advisors, not all, most advisors struggle when it comes to articulating the transformation that they do for clients. They don't have a problem articulating the products they sell. They have a hard time articulating the outcome, the benefit, the meaning, the emotions, all that into the outcome, and then branding it into a solution that they own, right? And I'll, I'll leave with this. Why would you want to build a company's branded system when you as an advisor can create your own brand? Maybe you even write your own book about it your XYZ system for left-handed dentists. Like you could become big in that audience right away. So we're going to talk about offer in the next, the next phase. And it's on my mind because I just finished my book. And if you go to the anywhereadvisor.com, you can follow us. You can get a link to our show. And it's been great spending this first moments with you. I'm excited to get back into podcasting. I've taken a year and a half off. I haven't done one episode in a year and a half. I'm a little rusty, but we'll get better. Yep, I love podcasting as well. I've done over 100 of them myself, so I'm glad we're doing this together. I'm